America is brought to you by Pfizer. CBS Health Watch sponsored by Pfizer. Anderson Cooper 360. Brought to you by Pfizer. ABC News Nightline. Brought to you by Pfizer. Making a difference. Brought to you by Pfizer. CNN Tonight. Brought to you by Pfizer. Early start. Brought to you by Pfizer. Friday night on Aaron Burnett out front. Brought to you by Pfizer. This week with George Stephanopoulos is brought to you by Pfizer. This weather report brought to you by Pfizer. Today's countdown to the royal wedding is brought to you by Pfizer. And now a CBS Sports update brought to you by Pfizer. Meet the press. Data download. Brought to you by Pfizer. This portion of CBS This Morning sponsored by Pfizer. On how to find the hidden sugars in the American family diet. Sponsored by Pfizer. Hey, welcome back to Inside Four Walls. I'm your host, James Madison, and as always, I welcome you to the show where we're going to break some narratives. Now, on Friday, late as hell on Friday. Now, for those of you who don't know, Friday is the day in which news goes to die because no one's going to report on the weekend. People don't care about the news on the weekends. I know my consumption of news goes down drastically over the weekend, but all I'm consuming is news. So, you know, still watching content. <clears throat> Thank God for Luke Rakowski with We Are Trains for still uploading on, on, on uh, Saturday and Sunday. Mm. Good coffee brand coffee. Look at that. I'm shilling already. No, I'm just kidding. It's just good coffee. I had a, there's a promotion code that I found using honey, so I just got it. It's good. Now, they released this response on Friday specifically so it wouldn't get reported. People go out, they enjoy the weekend, they party, they celebrate, they live it up. Or maybe they're just continuing the grind all weekend. Who knows? But for some reason, inexplicably, despite the story breaking on like a Wednesday when the interaction happened and the videos went up and the full story was public on Thursday, they had this whole response waited and drafted just to come out at like 8.30 p.m. Friday night. And here we are. And, you know, I, I admit it's Tuesday. It's 2.48 a.m. as the time of recording this. I could have recorded this yesterday. I meant to, but I fell asleep. My apologies. I, I should. I'm. I am late, and as someone who wants to get news out to you as fast as possible, it's on me for being part of the problem in the cycle that delayed the story from being reported. Now I know I'm not a, a big uh, platform and have a big uh, anything. I, I'm. I'm a fucking peanut gallery. But at the same time, you know, I, I. I feel like I let down the people who, you know, give me the time of day to hear what I have to say. Maybe get some. You know, coming to me for the news. So, that being said, there is a news story that we will wrap up with. So, I don't want to leave you guys with this old story. Perhaps it's new to you. Perhaps it's old news to some of you. Who knows? But check this out. MIT professor and drug safety expert calls for immediate suspension of all mRNA vaccines. Interesting. Now, out of curiosity, just humor me real quick. Uh, anybody out there play Portal? Doesn't he kind of look like Doug Ratman a little bit? Just, just my, my meet that one I saw. So we will go through this article right here from the Daily Mail. Pfizer admits to engineering COVID mutants in lab studies to ensure its antiviral drug work on new uh, variants. But pharma grants, uh, pharma giant, let me turn my brightness down, insists tests were not, quote, gain of function, but did not pose a risk to the public. So, yeah, we're engineering COVID strains. Um... Uh, 
you know, to make sure, that may, just for me in the headline, headline alone, it tells you so much. Yeah, we're mutating uh, COVID strains just to, you know, test and stay ahead of the curve, you know, make new medicines ahead of time before we really need them. Uh, but it's not gain of function that are making it more dangerous. Q, uh, someone go insert clip of, there is no editing studio, it's just me, but insert clip of Fauci and Rand Paul arguing here. Now, moving on. Uh, gain of function and did not pose risk to public. Yeah, I'm sure that's exactly what the Wuhan lab for coronavirus research said. Three points at the beginning of the article. Pharma giant finally responded to viral undercover video by Project Veritas denied doing gain of function or directed evolution experiments in statement. And last point, did admit to testing new mutations on its antiviral Paxlovid and low-risk studies. That is interesting. Paxlovid. The name that almost got memory held for me. This article here is by Connor Boyd, health editor, and Kathleen Tilly. Or Caitlin Tilly, my apologies. Health reporter for DailyMail.com and uh, Andrea Calvalier? Yeah, Calvalier. For the Daily Mail. Published... At 3.14 Eastern Standard Time, the 26th of January, 2023, updated the 30th of January, 2023. See? Pfizer has, article begins, Pfizer has admitted to engineered mutated coronaviruses in a lab, in lab tests to ensure its vaccine and drug remained effective against new variants. But the company denies the experiments pose a risk to public. In a press release, sneaked out. I love that they add that too. Again, it's a good point of uh, to to make sure you keep that in mind. They didn't want people to pay attention to this, which tells you. And again, um, but you know what? Let, let's go on. I'll, I'll elaborate more on where I was going to go with that in a second. In a press re- uh, in a press release, sneaked out on Friday night, the pharma giant for- uh, finally responded to the undercover video that went viral last week. In which a supposed director, <coughs> pardon me, at the firm claimed the co- the firm being Pfizer claimed the company was exploring directed evolution, which you know that is a phrase they're using. Research on monkeys to make the virus more potent. Now we remember earlier in this earlier uh, well middle of last year it was reported that Fauci was running a bunch of monkey studies. We had that. Uh, uh, bus full of lab monkeys tip over out there in Pennsylvania and it's a whole ordeal Paxlovid research was part of that too I'm just throwing out there to the elements we'll touch it on that later we'll see how long this goes before I can make any commitments to delving deep it's really good coffee hmm let's see undercover viral this week da-da-da. company exploring direct evolution research on monkeys to make the virus more potent. Oh, okay, so we're making the virus more potent. More uh, potent as in more transmissible or more potent as in dangerous. Because viruses naturally become, left on their own, they become more transmissible but less deadly and less fatal as time goes on. But uh, what, what, what do you mean specifically by more potent? Because that's potent, it's kind of an ambiguous phrase here. Jordan Tristan. Walker, Jordan Tristan Walker, 
who appears to have been a senior staffer in Pfizer Research and Development Division, was caught making the explosive claim in a sting by the right-wing activist group Project Veritas. I don't think they're right-wing. I disagree with that firmly. Just because they uh, like to go against their narratives and actually do real journalism doesn't make you right-wing. But, again, doing real journalism and standing up to the forces that be and the powers that play will all make you whatever the brush coat of demonization that day was. So back in the day, oh, you're a journalist and you're calling out the system, you're going to Lincoln, oh, then you're some southerner traitor to the union, you need to be silenced, habeas corpus suspended, if it's during World War II and you're criticizing the government and the Chinese, you know, the Japanese internment camps, oh, then you clearly must be uh, an undercover Russian or an undercover Nazi sympathizer or, or, or any level. It's always been, if you stand to the powers at play, you are whatever coat they're going to paint you with as the demon of that day. It changes, it always will. Unfortunately, suckers always get suckered into it. Pfizer flatly denied conducting gain-of-function or directed evolution research on monkeys, but admitted that, quote, in a limited number of cases, what's limited? Because we know that Pfizer considers testing a booster shot on three rats, all of which died for having miscarriages. Fun fact. Uh, They consider that to be a large testing group. So... What is a limited number? If three rats to test your vaccine on is a large testing pool, what the fuck would you consider limited? That's alarming. It's like they vaccinated a dead mouse and said, oh, look, no changes, so clearly it works. This one didn't die of heart disease or, you know, myopery or blood clots or any number of wonderful cardiovascular issues. Continuing on, it altered the virus and tested new mutations against its COVID antiviral drug Paxlovid in Petri in Petri dishes. Down here we have a screenshot of Tristan Walker, uh, Director of Research and Development Strategic Operations at MRNA Scientific Planning. Quote, well, one of the things we're exploring is like, why don't we just mutate it ourselves so we can focus on... Uh, so we can focus on, so we can, cr- so we could create. Now, pardon the sniffles. Um, I took a decongestant and it's working its way through. Anyway, fair. You know, we look at the wording here. It says we're exploring. So perhaps they haven't necessarily implemented mutation and directed evolutions, but they're exploring these possibilities. It's all a big word game. I just want to throw as many possibilities out there to you <clears throat> as possible. The New York, uh, the New York-based firm, claims the experiments are essential to get ahead of the drug res- uh, drug-resistant strains, and says similar tests are carried out by many companies and academic institutions in the U.S. and around the world. Yes, we'll gain a functioning of that nature is completely illegal, but okay. But Daily Mail spoke to several independent virologists and epidemiologists who were split about whether Pfizer's experiments posed a risk to the public. Professor Richard Ebert, a, a molecular biologist at Rutgers University in New Jersey, has been an outspoken advocate of the lab leak theory. The idea that COVID escaped from the Wuhan Institution of Virology in China. Now, I will random Jordan Peterson 
article with vaccine here. Anyway, sorry. Now, most politicians, even a lot of the politicians who were against the whole, this came from a lab theory in 2020, have come around to the idea that, yeah, this is in fact, we've, talked, we've mentioned it before, we mentioned it in the last video, John, uh, John Stewart, he was someone who was like, oh, this lab leak theory is just crazy and racist. Then he goes on, Co he goes on Colbert months later, like, or like, I guess like a year later, and says, look, the lab is literally called the Wuhan lab of COVID virology. Like, he goes on the whole spiel. You've seen the rant. I'm not going to pull it up. You can go watch it in your own time. Even defectors. We had Chinese... Uh, we had that female def that female uh, Chinese scientist who defected, and then she went missing after she blew the whistle on a bunch of shit in the 2030 initiative. We had Jack Ma. He went missing after he criticized China's involvement in the leak of COVID. You had a lot of these people saying things and going missing. And if they chop your tongue out... It's because they're afraid of what you have to say, because what you have to say could be damaging and true. Game of Thrones fans recognize that. He told Daily Mail that Pfizer's uh, press release unequivocally well, indicates that Pfizer and its collaborators performed high-risk gain-of-function research and enhanced potential pandemic pathogen uh, patho pandemic pathogens research, but. Professor Ian Jones, a virologist at the University of Reading in UK, told this website, quote, I don't find it, Pfizer's statement, alarming for a number of reasons. Paxlovid works by blocking the virus from releasing an enzyme crucial to COVID to replicate it when it enters the body known as C, uh, uh, 3CL uh, protease explained Professor Jones. Okay, well, you know what, let's, uh, let me just do what Fauci does all the time and just same thing with Dr. Bird. Burks, whatever the fuck. We don't fully understand the nature of COVID or the original strain that came to this country or how it spread. We don't know where it came from, the nature of it, and we're just now starting to understand the makeup of it. Mm. That's what the uh, official, that's what the science is saying. Pfizer saying, well, shit, we don't know what it is. Let's just fucking play with it right now. Make it even more dangerous while we don't understand it already. We fully understand what it is. It's, you can look. There have been a bunch of people. I'm not smart enough to break down the documents, unfortunately. I'd love to say that I was an act all high flutin, but I'm not smart enough for it. There's a Brett Weinstein for it. There's Robert Malone's and Peter McCullough interviews out there. You can go watch. They're going to break down far better to you than I, I could it's out of my room. The most medical, the most I know about like medical and medical terms is because I had to be bloodborne pathogens certified and take a small microbiology course to work in a tattoo shop. That's the extent of it. You know, I, I couldn't go on too far than that. Other than that, and like what I've gleaned from like articles and independent little research here and there, but nowhere on the level enough to break down the research that explains how when they put uh, COVID cells under, you know, the COVID virus under a, uh, a microscope. They can see uh, scarring or lining where the editing and mutation and splicing took place where they spliced separate uh, viruses and separate uh, COVID and SARS were spliced together. They can, they can see the line as a genetic trait in the virus itself from generation to generation. It was even found in Mu and Omicron and other variants. Now, my question is, right... Do we, are, are we going to sit here and be naive and act like there there isn't the obvious glaring fact that Pfizer is a fucking company and they're making, you know, 
Pfizer is a company. Their product is medicine. Big fucking air quotes around medicine. Pfizer is a bigger risk to public health than they are a benefit to it, in my opinion. And the opinion of that kid from Shazam, so based kid. Now, what if? Let's just say, because a lot of things, even we covered it and a lot of people were talking about it back in the day. Wow, COVID is just rapidly mutating. Wow, this is scary. Oh, wow. And my comment at the time were, well, the nice thing is by mutating so quickly is becoming less and less, you know, deadly, but more and more transmissible. This would be just a seasonal flu. You know, you'll have like the spring, you'll have like the, the summer flu or, or you'll have like flu in the fall. Then you'll have like this in the summer and then the cold season will come and wipe it out. You know, whatever. It'll become a thing you deal with for, you know, however long it takes. So it's just fizzles out and we build the natural immunity to it forever what if the reason why all these rushed mutations were coming out we kept seeing them and they were like weird and they were like oh they're slightly different was because they were made in a lab because different pharmaceutical companies are you know working on different types of evolved uh covid to outcompete each other and to develop the vaccine quicker than the others like you know bill gates he went on an interview and he talked about how oh yeah we're working on a smallpox vaccine just in case, you know. And the interview was like, smallpox isn't even really a threat anymore. Why is it? Why? And he goes, oh, you never know. And then at Merck, a pharmaceutical company that Bill Gates sits on the very board of directors at and is like the largest stakeholder at, all of a sudden with a, a, a janitor cleaning the freezers, goes on break, comes back like an hour, half hour later to finish cleaning the freezers and there's a giant pallet. The pallet is full of what? Thousands and thousands of vials of live smallpox. Or, uh, yeah, smallpox. I said polio yesterday by mistake, and I corrected myself in the same episode, but, you know, they're all competing with each other in order to get the vaccines first, which means they have to develop and improve and make these these diseases more dangerous in order to have the vaccines and the cures and the me- cures, all this stuff's in quote, by the way, in order to outcompete with the other one. Merck, AstraZeneca, Johnson Johnson, Pfizer, like, what, do, you, do, do people think that these guys aren't? enemies with each other they're competitors they don't want each other to exist they want to either own each other buy each other out or drive the other ones into bankruptcy it's a company right but are we going to sit here and act like there's no reason to be concerned about the fact that pfizer a company that makes air quotes medicine is making viruses more virulent and dangerous they're creating the problem they're going to save you from uh, there's a Tom McDonald line in, uh, in People So Stupid where he goes, you know, they, they invented things, to, they invented problems to save you from. That's the very thing. Yeah, I'm uh, a base Tom McDonald enjoyer. For the most part, I think his hooks are a little corny, but other than that, you know, I, I, I fuck with it. Paxlif, it works by blocking or you all that. But yeah, so if we're doing all these, you know, we're doing all this gain of function shit and, you know, they're saying, no, it's not gain of function. It's gain of function. Uh, my opinion i allege you need that as i could for you daddy all right so yeah this is definitely gain of fucking function research right and oh look they have a they have a, a medication right here and the way it works it, it blocks viruses from releasing the enzyme crucial to covid oh wow they just have this on hand but it took like a year and a half for them to get a vaccine up and running or sorry it's supposed to take them like a year and a half but dude operation warp speed and extra funding suddenly vanishing from the people and going into the pocketbooks of farm uh, big pharma thanks bump stock donnie appreciate it you had a vaccine rush to market they just have this medication right up here and ready to go 
all of a sudden, you know, they're all like, oh, there's no way to have this vaccine ready to go. And then they're all like, oh, by a miracle, by the hair of a chin, 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 we got the COVID vaccine ready just in time for the election. But then it wasn't released till like January after the election happened. Hmm. Interesting you just have all these medications. Fucking ready to go, ain't it? I'll scroll on down, shall we? He said Pfizer's experiments involved looking at, quote, what changes to the sequences of the, uh, the protease gen, the protease gene, would be necessary to make the virus no longer sensitive to the drug. What? What changes, the, what changes to the sequences of the protease should be protein gene, I imagine, would be necessary to make the virus no longer sensitive to the drug. So you're making the drug more powerful than... You're making the viruses more powerful than the drugs you have in market so that you can make more powerful drugs than the viruses you're dealing with. But then you make the viruses you're dealing with stronger, so you have to make a... Okay. Planned obsolescence medical edition. Quote... So they make a range of mutations in the virus. Lead. Wow, this is a goddamn good coffee until my fucking vision clear up. All right, Jeremy. Lead by the computation of predictions. Of pred- yep, predictions. And then culture that mutated the virus in the drug to see if indeed it is no longer sensitive. And if so, by what degree, he added. Quote, many of the mutants, uh, of the mutants they make will not do anything, but some could make a Paxlovid-resistant virus. Oh, the, oh, the virus itself doesn't need to make it. Give Pfizer enough time, they'll make it, apparently. Uh, Paxlovid-resistant virus. The risk would be that this could escape and spread, making the drug useless. Quote, my point is that such a virus remains unaltered in every other way, so that the overall risk of the virus being able to infect people and leaking from the lab is very small. I'm sure that's exactly what they said at Wuhan. I'm sure that's what that lab said when it had all the contracts and money with Equal Health Alliance and the NIAID. I'm sure they said the same thing. But why do the thing? Why make the viruses and the diseases more dangerous when it would take nature and time significantly multitudes more time to do this process? You're rushing it. And you're like, well, there's a slim chance it could be dangerous. We don't need to risk the chance because we don't need to be playing God. Interesting concept. Ah, I think this person has their heads up their ass and it's a little brown from the narrative. Professor Jones said this tiny risk is outweighed by the benefit of being ahead of the virus evolution in nature. Professor Paul Hunter, an infectious disease expert at the University of East Angela in the UK, also told DailyMail.com, quote, The press release doesn't cause me too much concern. To me, it doesn't look like Pfizer is doing anything that isn't being done by many other groups. It doesn't mean it's okay. I don't give a fuck. Just because they're doing it doesn't mean it's okay for you to do it. You know what I mean? 
They're like, well, it's okay. I'm not scared because, you know, everybody else is doing it, so it's cool, right? All right, everybody capitulating and complaining about the bullshit mandates and regulations during the pandemic. It hurt the overall fabric of society and everyone as a whole, right? But uh, everyone's doing it, so there's clearly no harm. You're weird because you're not doing it. Mm-hmm. His comment, again, these people, right? Their boos mean nothing because I've seen what makes them cheer. His comments were echoed by Dr. Simon Clark, a shill, a microbiologist at the University of Reading. Dr. Clark told DailyMail.com, quote, These are not experiments which might risk the generation of a new of a new ver- uh, variant that transmits more readily between people. Quote, what Pfizer are doing is to look at how COVID becomes resistant to Ndezavi- uh Shout out to speech modification. Alvir. Nermatrelvir. Nermatrelvir. Interesting. No one give. I don't know if I could get shit in the comments for not knowing what that word is. Did any of you know what that word is? Alright. Uh, Capone. Oh god, what is this? Alright. Code becomes resistant to Nermatrelvir, a component of the Paxlovid antiviral medicine. Not to know, remember, memorize how to say that fucking word, so when I deal with people in the wild, I can hit with big medical words. It is a fun thing to do. Quote, They are looking to see what mutations to the mo- uh, molecule that Nermatrevere uh, targets can make it resistant to the drug. That is such a weird word to look at. It makes my brain do a weird stutter when I look at it. This is important because scientists don't fully understand how viruses might become resistant to near-metrelev... Ugh. One more time, lady. One more time. Have a word or a phrase you need help... Nermatrelvir. 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 Interesting. Nermatrelvir. 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 We got it, guys. We'll go from here. <laughs> uh, okay. Become resistant to Nermatrelvir. These sorts of experiments are routine in the development of new anti-infective drugs and are required by regulators around the world. Without this level of understanding, we could end up relying too heavily on drugs that rapidly become useless. Okay, fair. That That's the uh, concern with penicillin, actually. Uh, Friday, you know what? Okay. I wish, uh... Ah, damn, I'm just trying to read this. But okay. Uh, from Pfizer. New York, New York, January 23rd, uh, 2023. And this is a letter from Pfizer. Allegations have recently been made related to gain-of-function and directed evolution research at Pfizer. And the company would like to set the record straight. In the ongoing development of the Pfizer BioNTech COVID-19 vaccine, Pfizer has not conducted gain-of-function or directed evolution research. Working with collaborators, we have conducted research where the original SARS-CoV-2 virus has been used to express ah, the spike protein from new variants of concern. The work is undertaken once a new variant of concern has been identified by public health authorities the research provide the research provides a way for use to rapidly access the ability 
of an existing vaccine to introduce the antibodies that neutralize a newly identified variant of concern. We then make this data available through peer-reviewed scientific journals and use, use it as one of the steps to determine whether a vaccine is update a vaccine update is required. In addition to meet the U.S. global regulatory requirements for our oral treatment, Paxlovid, or uh, Pfizer-Mictin, if you remember that, that's what Paxlovid is, it's Pfizer-Mictin, or Ivermectin, basically, just, you know, not over-the-counter. Uh, Pfizer undertakes in uh, vitro work, e.g., in a laboratory culture dish to identify potential resistance mutations in neurotravir. One of Paxlovid's two components, which is naturally evolve which is a naturally evolving virus. With a naturally evolving virus, my bad. It is important to routinely access to assess the activity of an antiviral. Most of this work is conducted using computer simulations or mutations of the main protease, a non-infectious part of the virus. Alright, never mind. I guess it is protease. In a limited number of cases, when a full virus does not contain any known gain-of-function mutations, such, as, such viruses may be engineered to enable the assessment of antiviral activity in cells. In addition, the in vitro resistance selection experiments are... Uh, are undertaken in cells incubated with SARS-CoV-2, or just regular COVID, in Nermtrevivir. Uh, in our secure, biosafe, level 3, BSL-3 laboratory, to assess whether the main protease can mutate to yield a resistant strain to the virus, it is important to note that these studies are required by U.S. and global regulators for all antiviral, antiviral products and are carried out by many companies and academic institutions in the U.S. and around the world. Fact-based information rooted in sound science is vital, is vitally important to overcoming the COVID-19 pandemic and remains can, uh, committed to the transparency and helping elevate the devastating burden of this disease. Actually, Joe Biden's gearing up to lift all pandemic responses uh we'll be doing talking about that here in a minute i want to give a couple hours that more things come out about it pfizer's response was released at 8 p.m friday three days after project veritas video was released unleashing a frenzy on social media that's even longer than i thought it was i thought it was wednesday and it came out friday so tuesday and then it came out friday okay Mr. Walker was labeled in the video as Pfizer's Director of Research and Development Strategic Operations and mRNA Scientific Planning. And fucking fucked. DailyMail.com could not verify that Mr. Walker was employed in the position at the company, and Pfizer has not responded to several requests for comment in the past week. But DailyMail.com discovered that a man named Jordan Walker Holt, an active Pfizer email address, ooh, Daily Mail, what have you done? And a job title director, uh, job titled Director of Research and Development and MRNA Scientific Strategy does exist at the company, which is similar to the title Mr. Walker is said to hold. Yeah. <laughs> A job description posted last October suggests 
that the role mainly involved business and development rather than scientific experiments, the ad said the successful candidate would be involved in, quote, developing the strategic version of our strategic vision for mRNA technology at Pfizer and identifying and, promo- and prioritizing opportunities to deliver init- innovative medicines across Pfizer's portfolio and advancing these priorities in collaboration with Pfizer's chief scientific officers. The post was also based, uh, the post was also based out, out of the Pfizer Pearl River R&D facility, a research lab around 20 miles from New York. You mean the next future epicenter of whatever big fucking plandemic is coming down the pipeline? Nice. It is the company's only biosafety level 3 BSL3 lab out of nine major research and development sites in the US and UK. I wonder how many Chinese spies are involved. BSL3 labs are authorized to handle dangerous pathogens experiments at these labs, often involve tinkering with animal viruses to advance treatments and vaccines that can be used in future outbreak. So plan for the future outbreaks. The play goes on, shall it? In BSL-3 labs, researchers do all experiments in a biosafety cabinet, an enclosed ventilation workspace for handling materials contaminated with pathogens. Work on live viruses that cause COVID must be carried out at BSL-3 or BSL-4 lab. I know more about that BSL-4 lab now. Pfizer, de- oh, is this a little skip here? Uh, just control nature before nature even happens itself, right? That's a quote from him. Yeah, uh, don't play God. This is what happens when you play God. There's a reason why there's only one. Here you are trying to fucking match it. Uh, I think I would have preferred the Lotus, but, you know, we got Plague, so fuck you. Pfizer denied that its work qualifies as gain-of-function, a loaded term. It's not loaded. It has a clear definition, and the definition was written by Fauci himself. So, a loaded term that becomes synonymous with questions about COVID origins. This type of research... Because the media wanted to blur the lines, yeah. This type of research involves tinkering with viruses to make them more lethal or infectious, hoping to get ahead of future outbreak and development treat and develop treatments. But nature itself is so wild and varied, we don't know what it would have evolved to in the wild anyway. You are creating the problem that may not have been there anyway. The authors of two United Nations reports into the pandemic's origin say the laboratory leak was most likely the cause of COVID. The Wuhan Institute of Virology, located just eight miles from where the first cluster of cases were detected, supposedly detected. I don't trust China, and I don't trust them keeping a track on it. Because, as we know, don't trust China. China is asshole. <clears throat> Was carrying out similar research on bat coronaviruses in the years predating the pandemic using U.S. Tax, taxpayer money. Yep, a grant from EcoHealth Alliance and the NIAID. Grant signed by Fauci himself. The WIV received government grants through a subcontractor known 
as EcoHealth Alliance, gain-of-function was largely restricted in the U.S. until 2017 when the National Institutes of Health began to allow it to take place using government funds. Research teams wanting to do gain-of-functions research in the U.S. using government grants must have their work approved by an independent review panel that decides whether the benefits outweigh the risks. But Congress admits privately funding research by pharmaceutical companies are not subject to the same oversight. Huh. Pfizer also claimed that its lab was not directed evolution. This research is intended to, uh, to, immediate, the pro to immediate the process of natural selection and push the virus mutations down a certain path. So you mean guided evolution? The very thing my man was saying you guys were doing that you said wasn't happening? We're not doing controlled evolution of a virus or gain of function. We're just simply taking a pre-existing virus and guiding it down a path towards being more dangerous. Um... You know what that kind of logic reminds me of? It's like when you watch the, the movie The Dictator, and he's like, I think you're watching too many cartoons, and you're getting your idea about how bombs work from cartoons. And he's like, no, I watch instructional videos. And he goes, I crash in your instructional videos. Does the duck get blown up, and his bill goes to the back of his head, and then he has to spin the bill around to the front in order to talk again. And the scientist goes, and well, the dictator goes, well, a poor gentleman received medical disformities of that nature, yes. <laughs> it's the same kind of logic of, we're not doing a gain of function. Gain of function is when you purposely make a, vac uh, make, make a virus more strong, you know, more uh, pathogenic and dangerous. We're just guiding a, a virus down a path of being more, you know, transmissible and more potentially uh, life-threatening. So, you know, different. In what way? In what way? Uh, it can't be performed in living organisms such as monkeys or in vitro in cells. Pfizer did admit that it modified the original coronavirus to produce the spike protein of new variants to test them against its vaccines. The very spike protein that's found in all the vaccines. Just curious. Most scientists agree. This does not count as gain of function because the variants already existed in nature and infected and infect people. Okay. Uh, but they're making it stronger. Okay. Let's see, most scientists agree. The gray area appears to be Pfizer's admission that it conducted. Uh, quote, in vitro resistance selection experiments on its antiviral drug, Paxlovid. In vitro resistance selection experiments involve predicting how a virus will mutate and as it develops resistance to treatments. Their purpose was to test which mutations would need to occur to piece out, uh, to piece out the virus that Paxlovid targets to render its in, uh, its Render it ineffective, my apologies. But exactly what these experiments involve is unclear, and 
Pfizer refuses to comment again when approached by DailyMail.com today. We see clips here. Let's see. That's just a little clip. Or is it the whole thing? It's the whole thing. Mm, it's the whole thing. We're not going to uh, watch the whole video again. Pfizer's official release does not refer to Project Veritas, who alleged employee Mr. Walker. Instead, the statement opens with allegations have recently been made related to gain-of-functions and directed evolution research at Pfizer. And the company would like to set the record straight. It adds, quote, in the ongoing development of Pfizer-BioNTech COVID-19 vaccine, Pfizer has not conducted gain-of-function or directed evolution research, but the company does admit to using the original COVID strain to express the spike protein of new variants of concern to test its vaccines. Quote, this work is undertaken once a new variant of concern has been identified by public health authorities. Most scientists endorse this research because it helps governments access, assess how effective their vaccine rollouts would hold up against new variants like Omicron and Delta when those variants took off. But Pfizer made one, made another omission that have caused concerns among some experts. Quote, in addition, Pfizer undertakes in vitro work, e.g. the in-laboratory culture dish, to identify potential resistant mutations to uh, Nermatrevelvir. One, a Paxlovid's two components, we read this, uh, with a naturally evolving virus, it is important to routinely assess the, acti uh, the activity of an antiviral. Most of the work is conducted using computer simulations or mutations of the main protease, a non-infectious part of the virus. So they're playing like Plague Inc. or some shit. In a limited number of cases, when a full virus does not contain any known gain-of-function uh, mutations, such viruses may be engineered to enable <laughs> to enable the assessment of antiviral activity in cells. In addition, in vitro resistance, uh, in vitro resistance selection experiments are undertaken in cells incubated with SARS-CoV-2 and uh, nemtrevelvir. In our secure biosafety level 3, we already read all this, it's important to the studies required by US global regulators, we read all this. After Project Veritas published the story, U.S. Senator Marco Rubio wrote to Pfizer CEO and said that if the claims made by Mr. Walker are true, Pfizer is putting its desire for profit over the concern of national and global health. He said, quote, whether it's gain-of-function research or selected structure mutations through directed evolution, as Mr. Walker claimed, would occur, any effort to make viruses more transmissible and deadlier is careless and dangerous. Agreed. It's a risk we don't need to take. In Project Veritas' original video, Mr. Walker begs the journalists not to tell anyone, then shares that they would mutate the virus by infecting monkeys. Quote, One of the things we, Pfizer, are exploring is like, why don't we just mutate COVID ourselves so it could create preemptively developing new vac uh, preemptively developing new vaccines. So, quote, so we would 
so we would have to do that. If we're going to do the do that though, there's a risk of like, as you could imagine, no one wants to be having pharma, you know, a pharma company mutating a fucking virus. Yeah, yeah, no shit. Walker told, yeah, it's kind of a conflict of interest, or well, makes you business, I guess. Walker told Veritas journalists that the mutation would be done through directed evolution and the virus can become more potent depending on the scientific experiment performed on it. Quote, from what I've heard, this, from what I've heard, is they are optimizing it, but they're going slow because everyone is very cautious, obviously. They don't want to accelerate it too much, he said, quote, I, yeah, but once you get the ball rolling, the ball's rolling. Quote, from what I've heard, uh, I read the part, I think they are also just trying to do it as an exploratory thing because you don't want to advertise that you are figuring out future mutations, yeah, or creating future pandemics. Walker then begged the journalist not to tell anyone and proceeded to explain how the experiment works. Quote, don't tell anyone, promise you won't tell anyone. The way we would, the way it would work is that we put the virus in monkeys and we successfully cause them to keep infecting each other and we collected uh, serial or uh, yeah, we collect serial samples from them, he said. He then mentioned Wuhan when talking about keeping the virus controlled. Quote, you have to be very controlled to make sure that the viruses can't mutate. Uh, I'm so sorry. Uh, my, uh, sorry. Quote, you have, to be very, you have to be very controlled to make sure that the viruses that you mutate doesn't create something that just goes anywhere, he continued, quote, which I suspect is the way the virus started in Wuhan. To be honest, it makes no sense that this virus popped out of nowhere. It's bullshit. So Pfizer believes in the Wuhan lab leak. Interesting. Again, he's a director. He represents the company on a higher level. Quote, you're not supposed to do gain-of-function research with viruses, regularly not. We can do these uh, selected structure mutations to make them more potent. There is research ongoing about that. I don't know how that is going to work. There better not be any more outbreaks because Jesus Christ, he added. In the video, Walker is also heard talking about the different COVID variants like Delta and Omicron being a cash cow for the company. Yeah. Part of what they do to uh, what... Part of what they want to do is, to some extent, try to figure out, you know, how there are all these new strains and variants that just popped up. He said, yeah, probably because you assholes are making new shit all the time. Quote, So it's like trying to catch them before they pop up and we can develop a vaccine pr And we can develop a vaccine prophylactically, like, for new variants. So, that that's why they, like, do it controlled in a lab. I hate reading quotes. It feels so weird. Where they say this is a new epitope. And, and, so if it comes out later on in the public, we already have a vaccine working. Walker added that even if it doesn't work, it's still a cash cow for the company and will continue 
to be one. So even if it all fails and make an incurable virus, don't worry. We will still just, you know, keep selling our shit and saying it works. Huh. The worst thing you could do is financially incentivize medicine. Walker added that even if it doesn't work, it's still a cash cow. I read that part. Quote, some of the times there are mutations that pop up and we're not prepared for. He explained, quote, like with Delta and Omicron and things like that, who knows? Either way, it's going to be a cash cow. COVID is going to be a cash cow for us for a while going forward, like obviously. End quote. A follow-up video was released days after the first show. It was three dates. First shows the Project Veritas team confronting Mr. Walker in a diner. Mr. Walker hits the team's iPad out of their hands and smashes it when the confrontation turns physical. The alleged Pfizer employee claimed he's been lying to the previous in the previous video and said, quote, I was trying to impress a person on the date by lying. Mr. Walker emphasized his lack of scientific ex uh, expertise and said he does not directly work for Pfizer. He told Project Veritas team, quote, You don't even know what my position, my position at this. I'm not even a scientist. My, my background. I came from a consulting firm that does business. Yeah, I know. And uh, Bill Gates isn't a doctor either, but here he is, Dr. Bill Gates. And you know what's funny? When I was watching him run around and spaz and panic and freak out, I was like, what the fuck is going through his head? Like, you know... Ooh. Ooh, give me one second, sorry. Uh, my mic was acting up. I was thinking, like, oh, you know, he's... One of two things. If he is lying to get laid, he just defamed a major pharmaceutical company, and this is going to have financial recourses, and he can be sued out the ass by this company and their powerful attorneys. Or alternatively... He does really work for this company. He just blew a big, major no-no whistle on the company that he wasn't supposed to do, inadvertently becoming a whistleblower, and costing him everything, including his job. I think the only thing he has left to do, or he could do, is turn full whistleblower. But there was a very enlightened uh, comment on the bottom of my video right here, which will be in the description below of this one. From Marion... Delgado. Ooh, Marianne Delgado. That's a good name. You're wondering what was going through this guy's mind. Well, he wanted to get fucked. He was willing to do, do or say anything to get fucked. Then he got fucked. <laughs> then when he got fucked, he was angry because nobody wants Chris Hansen to show up when you're trying to get fucked. Yeah. Yeah. And also, down here, uh... I want to thank Mystery Gray for uh, the criticism and the feedback. I'll keep that in mind. Try to keep my uh, commentary more precise. I tend to be a bit of a ranter and a rambler, and that's something I want to try and uh, uh, tackle and really about myself. So I appreciate the feedback. And I want to thank Ted uh, Ted Wilson uh, Ted Wilson here for uh, you know feeling the need to uh, stick up for me and and say that I'm making good content. Both of you, I, I appreciate you greatly. I appreciate you telling me how much you like the content. And, you know, Mystery Gray didn't say my content was bad or that he didn't like my content. He just said I talk too much. I mean, it's a political commentary channel, my friend. It's what I do, but I believe the essence is I ramble and rant too much and lose my train of thought, and that I just abandon the thought process halfway through, which is true, and it's something that I completely own up to and need to work on. So I appreciate the feedback, and I appreciate the compliment. Mystery Gray and Ted Wilson, as well as uh, 
Marion Delgado. I am grateful that I have people like you watching my content and not only giving me feedback, giving me good laughs, and telling me what I'm doing right. So thank you so much for your engagement. Now, let's move on to that MIT article, shall we? MIT professor and drug safety expert calls for immediate suspension of all mRNA vaccines. Interesting, right? Now, it's all right sources. There's no one on the left really talking about this. So we're going to hop over here to the Gateway Pundit. Renowned MIT professor and drug safety analyst safety analytics specialist calls for immediate suspension of all mrna covid vaccines and now this guy has been part of the machine forever and the machine's going to eject him like an unwanted fetus after a white chick at nba after party got knocked up article by the legend himself jim hoft uh what up jim okay moving on published january 30th 2023 at 7 30 a.m the number of health professionals and experts calling for the immediate suspension of COVID's mRNA vaccine is growing, and yet governments still turn a blind eye to one or more atrocious crimes against humanity. Late Sunday night, Professor Retsef Levy, Retsef Levy from the Massachusetts Institute of Technology, MIT, warned about the risks associated with experimental mRNA COVID vaccines. Professor Levy has been a faculty member at MIT Cambridge in Cambridge, Massachusetts since 2006. MIT is one of the top private universities in Cambridge, United States. It is ranked number one in QS World University rankings in 2023. Uh, QS tracks like overall, you know, percentage-wise, how many of your students are coming out top of their class, you know performing better than not just people like in you know their field but people in their field in different parts of the world it's just a large metric for you know how, how you're doing a census for education if you will quote and it's all equally paid off and corrupted but i have more than quote i have more than 30 years of experience as a practitioner and academic in using data and analytics to access and manage risks particularly in the context of health systems health health policies as well as management of safety and quality man of manufacturing of biological drugs, said Levy. Levy claims that neither the government nor big pharmaceutical companies have been able to deliver on their efficiency claims. It can be recalled that it can be recalled that Pfizer's president of internal development markets, uh, Janelle Small, admitted that the vaccine had never been tested on its ability to prevent transmission contrary to what is previously advertised. Levy added that the risks outweigh the benefits, quote, I'm filming this video to share my strong convictions that at this point in time, all COVID mRNA vac vaccination programs should stop immediately, he said. And this man is going to get thrown under the bus and he's going to have his Jordan Peterson moment. Just how Jordan Peterson said, look, I'm not going to play your pronoun games, and you certainly have no right to force people to play your pronoun games. A completely fair and grounded statement. I believe this thing, you believe your thing, I'm not forcing my will upon you, are you forcing your will upon me? Jordan Peterson was demonized and eventually turned into the Red Skull in Marvel comic books. No kidding. They literally turned Jordan Peterson into the Red Skull in Marvel comics. Fascinating. Now, this man's probably going to do the same thing. And just like Peter with Peter McCullough... 
and with um, Robert Malone, you know, these people who were, again, part of the machine, part of the, like, the inside establishment system, they came out, they blew the whistle, they said what they believed to be right, and they got ejected. And now they have their own independent little um, internet dark web, intellectual dark web type thing. That's what I was going for, intellectual dark web, which is a term that need, needs to come back. Again, make 2016 energy return again. Um, let's continue. I believe, uh, quote, I believe that, uh, both unsafe, uh, uh, Levy presented, or sorry, quote, they should stop because they completely fail to fulfill any of their advertised promises regarding efficiency. And more importantly, they should stop because the, uh, because of the mounting and indisputable evidence that they are that they cause unprecedented levels of harm, including the deaths of young people and children, he continued. Hey, uh, by the way, if uh, you've voted for Biden, make sure you keep up on your booster shots. And for those, uh, if you Trump, uh, you voted for Trump, you know, I hope you don't get vaccinated, but if you voted for Trump and you support funding Israel, I uh, cannot recommend you keep up on your boosters as well. Cheers. Moving on. Quote, uh, Levy presented some damning information of, uh, from a variety of studies showing that the vaccine is both unsafe and ineffective. Quote, I believe that the cumulative evidence is conclusive and confirms our concern that the mRNA vaccines indeed cause sudden cardiac arrest as a sequel as a sequel of vaccine-induced myocarditis. And this is potentially the only one mechanism by which they cause harm. Quote, the data from UK, from the UK, Scotland, and Australia replicates the data from Israel. Israel was the one reporting on all this shit before any other country was way back in the day, to give them some credit, because in 2020, if you go back and look at all my pandemic, like, virus updates and, like, learning about COVID as time goes on, all that came from the, like, Israel Institute of Health and Government Research Grants, uh, government, re- uh, government research facilities. Um, additional data from Israel indicates that in 2021, the EMS in Israel conducted more than 3,000 more, uh, recitations compared to uh, compared to 2019 which amounts for an increase of 27 percent to prospective studies from thailand and switzerland in which vaccines were tested before and after they were after they received a vaccine indicated that the rates of heart damage are likely to be significantly higher than the rates detected by clinical diagnosis. This is exactly the same finding that the U.S. military found in 2015 when it conducted a similar study to the smallpox vaccine. I faintly remember that drama. He concluded, quote, another study from Harvard Medical School detected in in the blood of children with vaccine-induced myocarditis an entire spike, which is another indication of the underlying mechanisms of harm, but, in fact, has even broader implications about the safety of vaccine given the repeated evidence that we have that the mRNA and the lipids are actually uh, penetrating the blood system 
And finally, autopsies of people that died closely after receiving the vaccine indicated that in large numbers of cases, there is a strong evidence that the death was caused by that just to throw out the algorithms vaccine induced myocarditis so presented with all this evidence i think there is no other ethical or scientific choice but to pull out the, the pull out of the market these medical products and stop all mrna vaccination programs this is clearly the most failing medical product in the history of medical products and yeah, no shit both in terms of efficiency and safety he said now i have a video right here the evidence is mounting let me do a little follow i'm gonna give this guy a follow actually real quick hop over here bam following neat all right the evidence is mounting and indisputable that the mRNA vaccine causes serious harm, including death, especially among young people, and we have to stop giving them immediately. Um, I have a hot take on this one. It's not going to exactly agree with that uh, sentiment. I think they should be available. I think they should be voluntary because the people who are dumb enough to keep getting it are probably... Our society is better off if the people who keep getting boosters keep getting boosters because, you know, the boosters remove the people who get boosters. I mean, the overall national IQ and amount of gullible people in this country goes down. I like that idea. I'm not against that idea. It's a horrible idea, but it's a complete voluntary removal of an entirely smooth brain, room IQ, room temperature IQ class of people. I don't cry for that. Let God sort them out. Now let's watch this video. Hi, my name is Ratzaf Levy, and since 2006, I'm a faculty member at MIT in Cambridge, Massachusetts. I have more than 30 years of experience as a practitioner and an academic in using data and analytics to assess and manage risk, particularly in the context of health systems, health policies, as well as the management of safety and quality of manufacturing of biologic drugs. I'm filming this video to share my strong conviction that at this point in time, all COVID mRNA vaccination program should stop immediately. They should stop because they completely failed to fulfill any of their advertised promise regarding efficacy. And more importantly, they should stop because of the mounting and indisputable evidence that they cause unprecedented level of harm, including the death of young people and children. I personally became concerned with the vaccine safety around middle of 2021, when it became known that the mRNA vaccines cause myocarditis and inflammation of the heart. Since myocarditis is known to be hard to diagnose because it often has vague symptoms or can even be subclinical with no symptoms, it's also known to be a frequent cause of out of the hospital sudden cardiac arrest, especially among young people, I was very concerned that it will not be detected by the existing vaccine safety surveillance systems. Motivated by that, 
we decided to analyze the Israel national EMS data to see if there are any signals of increased out of the hospital adverse events. The analysis of the EMS Ignore the and diagnosis sounds. data from 2019 throughout the first half of 2021 revealed some very concerning signals. We detected an increase of 25% in the calls with cardiac arrest diagnosis among ages 16 to 39 in the first half of 2021, exactly when the vaccination campaign in Israel was launched. A smaller increase was also detected in the older ages. Moreover, we also detected a statistically significant temporal correlation between the number of the Pfizer vaccine doses administered to this, to this population and the number of EMS calls with cardiac arrest diagnosis. Interestingly, we did not find any statistically significant correlation with the number of COVID-19 infections during this period of time. While this is not a proof of causal relationship, it, less, it left us very concerned, especially given the known suspect uh, clinical mechanism. And we called for an immediate thorough investigation by the Israeli Ministry of Health to investigate what are the underlying cause, causal, causal mechanisms of this observed increase, uh, increase in the cardiac arrest calls. Unfortunately, to the best of my knowledge, such thorough investigation was never conducted. By now, I believe that the cumulative evidence is conclusive and confirms our concern that the mRNA vaccines indeed cause sudden cardiac arrest as a sequel of vaccine-induced myocarditis. And this is potentially only one mechanism by which they cause harm. Data from UK, Scotland, and Australia replicate the data from Israel. Additional data from Israel indicates that in 2021, the EMS in Israel conducted more than 3,000 more resuscitations compared to 2019, which amounts for an increase of 27%. Two prospective studies from Thailand and Switzerland, in which vaccinees were tested before and after they received the vaccine, indicate that the rates of heart damage are likely to be significantly higher than the rates detected by clinical diagnosis. This is exactly the same uh, finding that the, the US military found in 2015 when it conducted a similar study on the smallpox vaccine. Another study from the Harvard Medical School detected in the blood of children with vaccine-induced myocarditis, an entire spike, which is another indication of the underlying mechanism of harm, but in fact has even broader... I just kind of want to jump in here for two seconds about that. My... The thing that... About... About... That that kind of made me chuckle a little bit, if you heard me chuckle in the background, I don't find anything he's saying funny, but... It's sort of like, you know, when you see videos of people feeding chicken nuggets to a chicken, you chuckle... It's like, oh, that's fucked up. Kind of funny, but fucked up. It's similar to that, as far as I'm concerned, because these vaccines were developed using fetal stem cells taken and harvested from aborted babies. So you're injecting babies 
who will die because you gave them the jab, but the jab that you gave them that's going to kill them was made with dead babies. Fucking lull. Well, at least, to be more specific, in the research phase, it was used using fetal stem cells. Uh, there's speculation that fetal, uh, that there's still fetal stem cells being used in the vaccine. Who knows? Implications about this. Someone knows. We don't, but someone does. Safety of the vaccine, given that the repeated evidence that we have that the our mRNA and the lipids are actually penetrating the blood system. And finally, autopsies of people that died close closely after they received the vaccine indicates that in a large number of cases, there is strong evidence that the death was caused by vaccine-induced myocarditis. So presented with all of this evidence, I think that there is no other ethical or scientific choice but to pull out of the market these medical products and stop all the mRNA vaccination programs. This is clearly the most failing medical product in the history of medical products, both in terms of efficacy and safety. And we need to investigate and think hard, how did we end up in a situation that it's also the most profitable medical product in the history of medical products? Thank you for your attention. All right. And that brings us to the end of the video. Now, are there any comments? Let's let's just... I like to wrap up with reading at least three comments at the end of the video. We have four here. Let's go through them real quick. By Banned from Fox. You're probably based. Dangerously so. I feel so blessed that I was given the wisdom to remain pure-blooded and that my grown children honored me and didn't take the blood clot shot. Thank you, Lord. I relate to that sentiment. My whole spirit, my Holy Spirit guidance system told me wrong turn when I thought of when I thought of capitulating to my former employer's mandate. Yep. I worked at a restaurant in downtown Arbor. Uh, those of you who've met me in person, because I know there's a couple people listening to the show who I've met you at like, you know, maybe political protests, rallies, Trump rallies, Biden events or defeat the mandate, or maybe you're one of the people I met at the Freedom Convoy, whoever. Um, it's just kind of a kind of a wild thing, right? Here we are. Here we are. We're about to be vindicated. Now, I do want to throw it out there. Vindication isn't always cause for celebration. And I get on the mic, and I, and I, and I da- tap dance on people like Justin Bieber and other celebrities who have major vaccine side effects, because, you know, two years ago, they were telling everybody that they were stupid and ignorant pieces of shit and they're shoving their politics down our throats so on and so forth. But, you know, I, I have a I have a nephew and a significant other who are vaccinated. Um, and, you know, whenever I crack a joke at the expend, expense of the vaccinated, I, 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 I think about them in the back of my mind. I imagine I, you listening to this are, are probably uh, are probably similar in that weird, almost guilty feeling. It's not guilt, don't get me wrong, but it's a it's it's a level of concern and I um I don't know. I said earlier I'm not gonna go on any try not go on any rants or tangents, but for every smug, arrogant person who I'm gonna be uh, be amused and chagrining at the fucking downfall of, there are loved ones and people close to us who are vaccinated. 
who are now just starting to realize what happened. And the coldest thing, because I, I, again, I've talked to my, my uh, nephew and my, my significant other about this. And I, I, I told him, I don't mean to sound cold when I say this, but I, I hope there was something learned from this. Because if you trade, if you trade freedom and liberty for safety, you will get neither. And you deserve neither. That's a paraphrase of how the quote actually goes, but it's just, it's rough. And I hope there's major fallout from this. I hope there's like church trials, Nuremberg 2.0 type shit. But there's a lot of people, by the way, and I want to say this, right, leading into the 2020 uh, election cycle, there's a lot of people saying, oh yeah, I'm going to get that Trump vaccine, and I'm going to be fucking protected from COVID, blah, 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 blah. Right, there's a lot of people on the right who were like lining up down down the street hoping to get it. But, you know, to their credit, I don't know what, what happened. Begin the begin the pandemic, it was conservatives who were saying, you know, you should probably wear a mask. I have a uh, a Trump twenty twenty official campaign face mask. I uh I, I love collecting political uh artifacts and stuff like that. I, I think they're gonna be cool as shit ever. It's a dorky, but in like sixty years they're gonna be cool. Uh, however, um, and then somewhere it changed where conservatives were like, no, fuck the mask. Don't wear the mask. You don't have to, don't do it. if You don't want to. And the left was saying, do it or else. Uh, the right was pro vaccine. We're, were pro vaccination. Now, they were never pro mandate, but they were pro vaccination. Um, now that they, they, they were, uh, they, they were pro vaccination because they were like, oh, it's Trump. Trump's not going to release. Trump's going to release a vaccine. That's going to save us all. Blah, 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 blah. And then all of like, I'm not going to take Trump's vaccine. Fuck that guy. And I bet you if Trump won the 2020 election, re-election bid, every news outlet would be talking about how the blood clot shot is Donald Trump's fault. Oh, Trump's clot shot killed another 100 Americans today. Blah, 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 blah. They would have, like, just how they had the COVID death counter on the corner of the screen making up fake numbers for people who died. CNN would make it fake numbers for people who died from Trump's vaccine. Right, and then we all be sitting here make, it, and then that'd be the perfect way for them to go. I'd be like, oh, and then Trump's vex, Trump's a uh, uh, clot shot killed his entire voter base, and he, and all the Republicans couldn't win the win the elections. Blah 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 blah. You know that would have been the narrative that that would have been one if, if Trump was still in office. But Biden got in, and then for some reason, on a heel toe, Kamala Harris and all the other Democrats who said, I'm not taking that shit, and even if she didn't take the vaccine i don't think any of these politicians actually took the vaccine but it's the symbolic gesture of faking it right because there's like i'm not taking that shit i don't trust trump i don't trust anything that comes out under this under this administration but then even if they didn't take it they publicly acted like they took it which is a, a backtrack on that followed by a mandate it's interesting and then the evolution of, of, of the vaccine changed right it was oh take one and you're good. Okay, look, it, it degrades over six months. And mind you, they admitted it degraded after six months only after severe pushback against people who were saying that. Right. So, and then it turned into, oh, you need to get it every six months to, okay, look, you need to, you might need to get three or four shots a year to keep you protected against the vaccine for all four seasons. Uh, but you're not allowed to mix and match. And then it was like, okay, you, you're allowed to mix and match, but you only need... But, you know, oh, oh, okay, this is like fourth booster, third, fifth, sixth, seventh booster. It's like going up. And by the way, me and a bunch of people early on in the pandemic were like, hey, dude, these vaccine cards are handing out, 
they have four they have four four blank blank lines and when you get vaccinated the because back when they were saying you only need one vaccine you're you're safe they'd fill out the corner of it there were still three other blank slots that needed to be filled out why was that there no one's ever ever answered for why the fuck there were four other fucking slots there but they were you know it was all i i this is the kind of thing that makes me say this was all manipulated and planned um but yeah where i worked in uh i worked at a restaurant downtown arbor and our boss came in and she was asking people are you vaccinated and if you said no or you said it's none of your business you were told you had to wear this little red pin that said not vaccinated and if you've seen me on the streets or if you met me and talked to me and i'm wearing my make politicians afraid again hat and has the not vaccinated pin in the corner i got that from that job and I quit too. She gave me the pin, and I said, "Cool." And I left that building, just kind of like up and walked out mid shift. I was like, "Cool, this is sick and disgusting." But I'm gonna wear this pin like a badge of honor because wearing this pin is gonna make a lot of people pissed off. Because a, I'm not, I'm not vaccinated, right? They're gonna be mad at me for not being vaccinated. But then they're gonna be mad at me when they start dropping like fucking flies because the pink elephant in the room, the big giant elephant in the room, the unvaccinated aren't dying, right? So I'll be wearing that pin, and now they're mad at me for an entirely separate reason, because I wasn't retarded like they were. Robert Hinton. They are just going to put it in the food, but I 100% agree. Listen to the Holy Spirit and keep your faith. Jesus will provide. Yeah, yeah. they wanted a uh, fluoride was pushed as a, uh, as a, uh, a vaccine-type deal, and then they just put it in the water when no one went for it. And RioCat1, hashtag FJB, or fuck Joe Biden, responded with, I am afraid you are right. The only way another, uh, one way or another, they are going to poison all of us. All part of the Great Reset. Fuck Joe Biden and Pfizer too. Agreed. And that brings us to the end of this article and this episode of Inside Four Walls. Now again, the Veritas thing, it's all an unfolding story. And this is far, far, far from being over. That being said, I shall catch you guys later. Please like, share, comment, subscribe. Anything that I said that you may think I got factually incorrect, please correct me in the comments below. I'm hoping for the conversation and the debate. If you, if there's anything I did right, please leave a thumbs up if you like what I was doing. If you, Again, if you have any criticisms or critiques, leave a thumbs down and let me know what I can improve upon or what you know, facts you think I missed, or there's a story you think is not getting enough coverage and you want somebody to look at it. I am a thousand percent a average working class Joe. I work a, I work from 9 a.m. to 5:30 p.m. five to six days a week, and then I still do this podcast on the side. So I am just a regular working class Joe, and I am the things that affect you and the policies that affect you affect me too. So any stories that you think are getting overlooked, maybe you know content creators like Jimmy Dore and Tim Pool, they they know they they've missed it, and you want somebody else to talk about it, or you want somebody to see what you're seeing, please reach out on any of my social media platforms. You see them up here at the top of my screen. Reach out, we have the conversation. Please send me stories and links. I'd greatly appreciate it. I want to have a very interactive audience, and uh, and. Uh, I learn a lot from you guys. I get a lot of sources in the comments. I, I, I find you you like to be a very insightful bunch. And we're a very small little little niche corner of the internet here, but it's our corner. And I appreciate y'all being here. All right, that's it. That, that's the official end. I love y'all. I'll talk to you later. Be smart, be safe, and deuce.
This call will be monitored and recorded for quality assurance. Thank you for calling the federal government. For English, press 1. Para español, oprima el número 2. You have one minute remaining, or we'll gladly contact you again.